Blog Talk Radio. She was saved 
through a dream that prevented her from being killed by her boyfriend. She was with me even when she could not support me when I had my children and I lost the child in pregnancy after her cremation. What did this all mean to me? What did it mean? I was lost. I had no one to fall back on. Yeah, I had my stepfather, but that can't happen. Uh Uh-uh. I am grown. But what to do? I fell into a depression and delved into clubs, drugs, sex, and needles, trying to numb the pain about my mother's death and fear of failure all at the same time and still Children's Services is still alive and well in my life. Now, I am going to continue as we fast forward. Looking back over the time I was with my mother, I remember she had been talking to me about God. She had taught me how to pray. I was not yet in church, but She had been talking to me. I was ready to leave this earth. I was headed for destruction, but I met another man. Came into my life about three months after she had passed. He was handsome and much older than me, and I was stapled up from having an emergency C-section from losing a baby I had. And by the age of 22, I was pregnant again. He had been incarcerated and been out for a couple of years before I met him. He wanted to marry me, and I loved him. But my boyfriend had a problem. He was in denial, and he had not forgave himself about his past. So every time he would drink to drown his problems, we would be fussing, fighting, and arguing because he was putting his hands on me. He was having flashbacks. We fought so much, I had no time to mourn the death of my mother. I was too busy fighting for my life. I would pray and ask God to get me out of this. In the end, I ended up stabbing him about five times, because I was tired of the beating. I was afraid of him. Needless to say, he left me fast. I let him back in again, and he started the drama all over again. So I put him in jail, and our relationship ended about 18 months. Fast forward. I met another guy, and I was pregnant again. This relationship was short-lived, and while I was in my pregnancy, I was so burdened down with issues and Child Protective Services was still in my life concerning my second child, I needed some support, protection. I was still learning about the legal system. I did not have any friends that was reliable, and everything was crashing in on around me. I was crying out in my soul for help. I had no one to turn to. So this day, I was walking down the street, talking to God, and came to this church. And I stood in front of the church. 
And it wasn't a Sunday, but it was on a weekday. And I heard a small voice inside of me say, enter. And I did. I went into the church and sat in the back of the church, and the preacher was talking about Jesus, the baptism and the resurrection and the hardships that Jesus went through. By the time the preacher finished talking, and if anybody wanted to be baptized, I heard the small, still voice in me say, go, and I did. I went up and got prayer, and I was baptized then, that very day. I was 24 years old and seven months gone in pregnancy. I went home after after my confessions and baptism, and I felt free of my burden, feeling brand new. I was smiling. I began a new beginning with Jesus in my life. I laid a pallet down for my three children, and they went to sleep. I was still in praise, thanking God for my life. I finally laid down on the couch and went to sleep, and I had a vision dream, experience, whatever you want to call it, that I was in this place where there were a lot of people at. The place was made of wood and smelled of cedar. thought to myself, where am I? And who are these people? And they looked like they were from old. Even the clothes they wore seemed to be way back somewhere in Jesus' time or something. They were talking in different languages, and it felt like we all were there waiting on something. All of a sudden, this silhouette of a person came from the right of from somewhere. I am going to give this person, give it a name. We're going to call it a him, okay? The presence of him was warm, and the voice that sounded of many waters. And the aura of this person, you could feel a power, energy coming from him. He was wearing a long robe, and it was red with white trim all about the robe, and he had a white streak in the middle of his hair. Everyone in the place became silent. And him said, now it is time to give the Holy Ghost. I said, oh, shoot, I knew within it's got to be God. This person was explaining about the Holy Ghost, but I can't remember this part. But However, I remember as he opened up himself and stretched out his hands, everybody that was there was leaned back in their seats, including me. I felt this presence come over me, and it went in. I felt it go in from my head to the mid parts of my stomach area. Then my ears stopped up. There was a silence, a silence I cannot explain. And then everybody there in the place was speaking in tongues that I never heard before, and I was too. We were speaking in one tongue and I understood the language, we said, I will serve, I will serve, I will serve repeatedly 
after that, we all, as I saw it, were in another area in the same place with our feet on some kind of altar made of wood. And there he came again and said, now time to bless feet. He explained there were some pretty feet in the world and there were some ugly feet in the world. And then he said, and then there are the practical. He came by my feet and said, these may not be the prettiest feet in the world, but they are the practical. He lifted my feet, put some oil on them, and kissed them. Then I was by myself in another place. Within the same place, there I stood before him. I was outdone. didn't understand what just happened to me, and I asked him, who are you? And he smiled. And without talking, I heard him say, you know who I am. I struggled in my mind to figure out that I know him. I looked into his eyes, and his eyes was not the eyes of a person on earth. And as I peered into them, I saw the whole universe. A light bulb went off in my head, and I knew. And I said to him, it's you. And I kneeled down before him and began to ask him to please take me home with him and that I did not want to be down here because the people were ruthless. He just patted me on my head, and he said, now, now, my child, the Holy Ghost you received, this day is by the name of Wotan. I could not believe my ears of what I was hearing and what he was saying to me. And I replied back with surprise, wonder, and amazement, saying, Wotan, well, what does Wotan do? I was taken to another place where there was darkness, and the darkness was so dark you could not see anything. In matters of seconds, it seemed the place lit up with light, and it was so bright it could not be explained. Just there was no darkness. And when I looked down towards my feet, I saw my reflection, me. And I looked up at him and said, this is what Wotan do? He said to me again, now, now, my child, the Holy Ghost you receive today is by the name of Wotan. Grieve it or quench it, and it will guide you in all manners of truth. And he ascended up, and I was out of the dream, and I wrote it down. Now you do the math. I will stop here and conclude. The moral of this story was, and what I learned is Wotan means power in the burdens of woes. Everything is a process and how victory was obtained. And appreciation was instilled because somebody told me about God and how to pray. So to you, listen to that still voice that gently guides you to safety. 
understanding you are responsible and accountable for making choices in your life. After all, you have free will. Learning from those that hurt you, never, if you can help it, be in denial. And but when you call out on God to help you, be careful what you ask for, because what you ask for, you shall be given. Never being ashamed of your experiences. After all, they are for your education, to learn how to be an overcomer and to help someone else. Be like the ants, recover, build, move on, and don't look back. Just check out Proverbs. They talk about the ants. With God by your side, you are a powerhouse to go through anything and still keep enduring because you accepted Jesus. The baptism, his resurrection, and receive the Holy Ghost. With the Holy Ghost, who is a powerful entity that will guide you into safety so you won't give up on life and the people around you. Because the Holy Ghost uses a power called love. It is the light of the world, as Jesus said, and you become a light to the world in darkness so they may find their way. You become a source to serve humanity as you were commanded to do by God, Jesus. Stop looking for love in all the wrong places. Try Jesus. Thank you for listening again. And join me on another episode of A Recovering Victim of Circumstances, The Journey, next Sunday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And coming up next is Run Your Mouth Night. And it starts at 9 p.m. on Tuesdays, Pacific Time, 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go on to my Facebook.com forward slash W. Clardy and find out what the subject is. Prayers and blessings to you and your family. Have a great night.